We sat together in communion last week and shared equitably. This week, another table, a feast, a party, with special guest. But arrive early and the best seats will be taken from you. Arrive without an invitation and the best seats are yours. How does that happen? Welcome to the kingdom. Hello, I'm Roddy Hamilton, the Minister of New Kilpatrick Parish, and thank you for welcoming, welcoming us into your home. That is the whole gospel today, the, the hospitality we offer, share, and indeed accept. Of course, Jesus makes that point in a rather awkward and embarrassing moment when he is invited to a meal at the Pharisee's house. He really does provoke. He's not exactly an easy guest to have. You really have to be prepared for him to make some comment about something you've tried so hard to get right. He's not really someone you'd want at your party unless you want some controversy. And today, he offers just that. Again. A retelling of the focus story today, found originally in Luke chapter 14, 1 to 14 but rewritten for ourselves today. Jesus had been invited for a meal to one of the local Pharisees. It was the Saturday Sabbath, so everyone was keeping an eye on him because he had a reputation to stray beyond the Sabbath rules and make some point in doing so that would normally scandalise the authorities. Just then, Right in front of him, a man appeared who had dropsy. Everyone went silent. There was a feeling in the air something was about to happen. Can I cure him right now or do I need to wait till tomorrow? He asked the lawyers and Pharisees. Silence. Nothing from the authorities who were waiting themselves to see what he would do. So he healed them. Look, if one of your animals fell into a well on the Sabbath, would you leave it till the next day and let it drown or pull it out? Again, silence. He walked on to the meal. And when he arrived, noticed everyone was rushing towards the head of the table where the guests of honour would sit. In front of his host, who had prepared the meal and invited Jesus, Jesus called out to those at the head of the table, Why sit there? Is there no one more distinguished than you? Do you think yourself so important? You'll just be moved when someone more distinguished arrives and you'll embarrass yourself. When your host embarrassed himself, ask you to move down the rankings. Why not start humbly in the lowest place so that you will be invited to move up? The humble will be exalted and those who exalt themselves will only be shamed and humiliated. 
Then Jesus turned to his host. Listen, when you give a dinner, don't invite your friends just so they'll invite you back, as if this is some reward for inviting them and, and you can be seen at the right parties. The crowd was watching, listening. This was exactly what they had come to expect. Jesus continued, When you give a banquet, invite the poor instead, the least, the lame, the lost. In doing so, you'll discover something you won't at this table today. You'll be blessed. You will find generosity because they can't repay you. You will be repaid instead by receiving new life, a deeper relationship with God, a fuller, more generous way of living. Let us pray. Great God, holy welcome. Here we are, guests and lost, invited and not, friend and stranger. May we find a place here that welcomes who we are, the brokenness we are and the disappointment, the greyness we know and the apathy, the prejudice we have and the fear that we all admit we own at times. And may we offer here the hopes we hold and the longing, the joy we find and the encouragement, the faith we seek and the generosity, and gift them to each other, creating a community in this place and every place we find ourselves. May we make pictures of the kingdom with our lives and relationships and let the words go a little and increase the colours and diversity. May we speak of you in parables and possibility rather than dry doctrine and tradition that we might dare explore, push the church and ourselves, welcome the least and find the lost and discover ourselves as we really are, without the masks of success and dignity. Loving God, welcoming God, host who makes us guest, we meet here and worship, grow closer and deeper in you, in love, in grace, as we share the global prayer. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Last week, we were considering what party we were going to be seen at. Herod's, in the centre with the powerful, or Jesus, out on the edge with the 5,000. It feels obvious which one we'd say because we know that's the answer we're meant to give. But there's a bit of a problem because regardless what party we actually end up being at, 
And perhaps we'd leave our comforts and prestige and choose Jesus' rolls and fish picnic out in the edge with the least. We aren't out of the woods yet. Because Jesus offers us the second story of a party and the etiquette is a little different. Obviously it is. What we need to do when we arrive is let go everything we hold about ourselves in terms of prestige. Forget the position we have or the expectations of place because whatever these are, we are going to be disappointed because they aren't anywhere used as a measure to work out the seating plan. We'll just be moved down and we'll just be embarrassed at best and angry at worst. Actually, the hardest bit of this is that if we have any standing, we really ought not to be there at all. There's been a mistake and we should never have had an invitation in the first place. In truth, you are only there because the host expects you to invite them back to yours. And if we are having a party, then that really ought not to be the question. You don't invite those you hope to invite you back to their house so you can be added to their A-list. If we really had the etiquette of the kingdom, then we'd be inviting the least and the lost and the outcast and the stranger those who neither expect or indeed deserve an invitation. But we know all that, all of it. That's the kind of gospel etiquette and prerogative we've been brought up on. But what it all means and what it all speaks about is not really table etiquette, but an invitation to stop living our lives by counting the benefits of everything the rewards we might get from our actions and live quite differently with a sense of abundance and blessing. And, you know, might that be more difficult? We know who we are with the structures we've created. It's a little more scary living without that pattern. What would that look like? What would it look like to invite those on the outskirts, the margins, into the centre by bringing them into our lives? And we all think this is about the church and how we do church. It really isn't. Jesus' vision is bigger. Jesus talks of the kingdom. So when we talk of mission, round which the whole church is theoretically restructuring itself more deeply than ever before in presbytery planning, We are doing that out of pure generosity rather than being rewarded by increased numbers and the survival of the institution. So let's talk of mission and faith as being bigger than the church and move towards the kingdom, the kingdom that is an invitation to the least to take up the important seats in our lives. As always, thank you again for the invitation to allow us to join you today on the podcast and on the phone line. We're welcoming people back slowly but surely and trying to create safe ways of doing that where people feel comfortable about coming back to church. We're not expecting people to come back to worship straight away. 
there are other things we are doing that hopefully create a safe space and that transitional liminal space that we just get used to each other again. We have a quiz night on Thursday the 1st, that's in the church hall. We used to do this on Zoom every week, but now we've moved it to face-to-face, just a once-off, and all the, the, the quiz meisters will be there offering a round each. So that'll be a good night on Thursday the 1st. So come along. Even if you were never on the Zoom quiz, you are very welcome to come and join us um, in the hall on Thursday the 1st at 7.30. The festival is back. That's between the 9th and the 11th of September. And you can check out all that's going on and at the festival website and bearsdenfestival.org. We're living round the Bearsden shark story. It's all about stories this time. And um, we have willow sculpting scarps Sharks, even. Um, we have a celebration of Edwin Muir with Edwin uh, Muir expert Pip Osmond Williams. Not Edwin Muir, Edwin Morgan. Oh dear. Um, and Edwin Morgan expert Pip Osmond Williams, accompanied by James McGonigal, uh, McGonigal's biographer. Uh, there'll be readings by Scottish theatre makers Raymond Wilson and Hannah Justad, with music by intersectional cellist Simone Seals. Also taking place um, as part of the event will be a performance by the Bearsden Shark live show. Plus there'll be art exhibitions from primary pupils, there'll be an open doors on the Saturday with a huge shark in the church organised by the Heritage Group, wellbeing workshops and a special film night of films created by the Bearsden Festival Community Film School over the summer. An Oscar night, a red carpet night for all of that and more. Such a fabulous weekend on the 9th to the 11th of September. Information in the bulletin, uh, the website, and the Bears Den Festival website as well. So let's gather all the things that we are doing at the moment and bring them together into our prayers for others. Let us pray. We pray for space for everyone round the table. For the least without an invitation to the tables of the powerful in the world, to the powerful who laud their power over the least, the lost and the lonely, to those who have no table because of conflict or without land or purpose or place or peace, those who grab the highest seats, who presume they are the important ones, And those who sit on the floor, trapped, believing there is no possibility of change. For those for whom the table is full and there is no room. Those not invited because of prejudice, culture, fear and bigotry. We pray for space for everyone round the table of the kingdom. So be it. Amen. Go in peace. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the common life of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.